We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Gilcast. It was a long summer. We're here. Davis Maddock, Sammy Reed, Nate Nolling. Sammy's wearing his Fantasy Insiders t-shirt. We started the year on big, fat W's. Absolutely destroyed the cash game streets. Uh, had, had a good enough week in cash to pay for some of the worst GPP teams you have ever seen. Uh, you know, we're, we're tilting while well, I'm tilting you know, injuries and, and all these season long leagues and, you know, you start out and you lose, but boys we're here. And uh, unfortunately we are not going to deliver the people what they want. No, no fat L's to be taken this yeah, uh, this week. It, it's tough, but I think the people need to be prepared for a new kind of mature go cast, right? Davis bought a house. He got married. You know, I had a second kid and Nate, uh, got on the carnivore diet and eats liver <laughs> frozen liver out of little Nate, Nate is bags basically of the liver king yeah <laughs> what can we do not ziplock i'm not getting plastic in my life dude all glass <laughs> all glass he's got a couple he's got a couple gray hairs i can see i mean it's it's uh dude it's, i turned 30 like a week ago it's crazy same, same. no longer young yeah, yeah. We're, we're we're just some old fucking dads on this show but uh 
I still, I'm, I'm definitely going to be uh, roasting myself on this program because I made one of the worst plays I have ever made in my entire life. And I'm, I'm pretty excited to talk about this awful play that I made, but the official standings of the Gill cast whirling dervish, 186.32 points, Nathan mm. Nolling, 182.92 points, Davis Maddock, 168.52 points. I mean, Sammy, you played the Steelers defense in cash. Just an all-time put it on the table, run hotter <laughs> than shit. I mean, it's it's real and this team you played, I I think is super suboptimal, but you got <laughs> you got you got the Steelers defense. I mean, I think you made one of the largest tactical errors in the history of this show with your tight end selection, which uh-huh. we'll get to. Yeah, but just you got the Steelers defense, and that's all that matters. That's right. You know, sometimes I, I'm sure you're looking at my team and you're like, "Wow, you know, Nate's Nate's running it through his algorithm." He's like, "Well, you know, it's a you know a little suboptimal." I think you know you you gave up a point and a quarter of equity here, and you know that. But you have to understand, it's week one. Like week one is an art. It's not a science. It and- it, it really is. I mean, yeah. there was so much up in the air with projections like which we can talk about a little bit when we get to the cheap wide receiver roulette but it really was kind of an all-time you got to go with your gut because there were you know one a lack of preseason injuries normally there's like a couple free squares and we won they're really really the only free square i well i think there were two i think kelsey and Pittman were the two complete free squares and then other but, than that but normally the free squares are super cheap and allow you to get whoever yes. i actually thought it was more clear at the top than it was at the lower end this year which is which is a weird week one for yeah, sure there, were, there were two playable quarterbacks like five playable running backs one lock wide receiver and then like third like literally i think probably 20 guys you could have played at wide receiver which has got to be like the most you could have ever played in a week one slate yeah, I was surprised Damian Pierce and and the, as the week went on, projections were not on Damian Pierce. So like that's why he wasn't popular. But considering his popularity at the end of hashtag draft season where he was going like fifth round, sometimes fourth round, it was like yeah. I was kind of surprised at four point eight that he didn't get. I actually don't know what his ownership was, but I'm kind of surprised he didn't. He wasn't more popular. I, the Rex I, Burkhead so, takeover was real. Yeah, it, I mean, it was it, he was. Yeah, Rex Burkhead was never gone is the thing. Well, I mean, the thing with Pierce is that people do, by and large, just play the projections. Like, they're not – like, you're not not just, like, hot-taking player stuff that often, at least in – you know, if you're playing, like, a lot of teams. Like, you're at least looking out of projections, and no one – no one had Pierce as like a huge value. Looking at ownership in the single entry $50 double up, he was 19% owned, so the fourth most owned running back, which is right about where you would expect, I think. Yeah. Okay. A little higher than, than I thought actually, but cause, just cause I would never really can, I don't want to say I didn't consider him, but not seriously. Yeah. yeah he was the fourth owned uh, running back in the $25 single entry. Wow. Oh, get on my face. I'm totally wrong that he wasn't popular. Yeah. And the, so the team, the, the big difference between the rough structure, the three of us played in the Pierce team was they, played Damian Pierce over the Aaron Jones, Joe Mixon, Najee Harris spot and played Juju Smith-Schuster over the 3K wide receiver spot. So oh, and then we I have Sammy's. Get, get behind that. Somehow Sammy had a team where he had Juju, but not Kelsey. I, 
Sammy, when you flipped, I had no idea what was happening. I mean, let's just okay. Let's 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 do let's do there. Sammy, I know you got there, but you're a fucking moron for not playing sixty six hundred dollars. <laughs> well, 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 hold on, hold on. Sammy gets there because he gets twenty four points from a defense and scores twenty plus on everybody who has the Washington Commanders. Well, I mean, let me let me turn it back on you guys and ask you guys a question: How does my ass taste? Because you guys tasted it this week, buddy. Yeah, the Steelers' defense is, came to play. play. This is a play that if you make, if you do this over the course of a hundred times, you're literally losing like seventy percent of slates. You know, I don't, I don't want to hear this shit, buddy. You guys played Randall Cobb. All right, you guys played Randall Cobb, and you have the audacity to come at me and be like, "Sammy, I, I don't think you played very well." <laughs> Sammy, you ran hotter than the surface of the sun. What did Joe Burrow have? Four t- turnovers, two of them for yes. Touch? I mean, it was you ran so hot. Look, look. I mean, don't tell me I ran hot because I didn't play the Commanders' defense. Like, who gives a shit about the Commanders? No, defense? you faded. You faded a guaranteed twenty burger. Like, just a lock it in 20 burger. He ended up getting 30 in Travis Kelsey. Like, Kelsey is going to be $8,500 for the rest of the season. At 30% ownership. I mean, so so let me just say this. I, I think that's true, but it's not just like, oh, I don't want Travis Kelsey, right? My my big decision. No, what happened was, honestly, let's just call it what it fucking is. You were too mentally weak to play Romeo Dobbs is really what it was. That you is looked correct. At, you looked at Romeo Dobbs and you were like, I don't know. I don't want to play Cobb because Cobb's so dusty. So let's just call it what it was. You felt safer with Smith-Schuster in your lineup than you did one of these 3K shit bums. But that's mentally weak, dude. That's no, mentally it's not. weak. No, it's not. No, it's not. It is so much better to have Juju Smith-Schuster and Darren Waller than it is a 3K shit bomb and Travis Kelsey. And that's basically no. what I did. No. Hard disagree. Hard disagree. What are you, what especially, are you guys talking about? Especially, Juju's floor in this matchup was as low as anything. Like, we had no idea. Oh, no. Nate, Nate, is, Nate is totally wrong about this. And Juju Of course he's wrong. Kelsey totally had seven wrong. targets. Juju had eight. Yeah, or, no, Kelsey had nine. Juju had eight. Like, what are Nate's, we talking Nate's, about here? Nate's totally wrong. The, no, of course you're acting is. like Juju is yeah. on par with Michael Pittman or something like that, just because he's in that. He range. is. He was. Much. No, he he's not. Yeah. No, he he's is. not. Buddy. Nate. He buddy. had. Nate. He had five receptions through three drives. Had the Arizona Cardinals put up like even a smidgen of fight, he could have had like 14 catches in this game. I understand what 100%, happened, but dude. I'm saying that going in, we couldn't have projected. Yes, you the, could have. No, it could have very easily been any one of these other guys. The, the no, no, because no. he's the one. Of because, no, had Nate extreme is wrong. Volatility. Nate is wrong. Extreme oh, volatility. Nate. No, 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 Nate's, sir. Nate, no, you're no, no. You're Ju- so wrong. Ju- yeah, Juju is that dude. Like, Juju is the, the Cooper Cup of this team. He is season. the Cooper I mean, Cup of this team. Yeah. Come on, buddy. Yeah. Come on. And you have to, dude, go out and touch some grass or something. Like, you got to get out of the spreadsheets. You got to feel it. Like, this is what's happening. You just have to look at who the Chiefs added and what the what the guys did and what the roles they're going to be. Like, Hardman played the same role he always has. Valdez Scantling played entirely on the outside. Sky Moore barely played. Justin Watson barely played. Like, Juju and Kelsey are... Kelsey Juju is just going to replace the target share of Tyreek just with a diff, a slightly different role. Yeah. So, so let me, let me talk about, uh, let's go over the team that I did play. So the people actually have some, some basis. I played Jalen Hurts at QB. I played Saquon, Christian McCaffrey and Aaron Jones at running back. Uh, 
At wide receiver, I did Juju, Pittman, and Dotson. At tight end, I played Darren Waller. And then that left me $100 short. So I just played the 2.4K Steelers defense uh, instead of the 2.5K Chalky Commanders defense. And let me tell you, I had no, I had no problem with this. A, Pittsburgh projected pretty well, right, it, it, according to the projection. I, I actually have a problem with it because the Vikings was the much better projected defense spot. I, I played I played a lot of Vikings in GPP. Um, unfortunately, I paired them with Dalvin Cook, so that that didn't like work out that well. But yeah, I mean, I, I I get it. The projections I was using said the Steelers were a really good value, and regardless what of how the bad projections the Steel- you were using, Sammy's gut. I mean, just because you're a Steelers <laughs> homer, it's like oh, it's a division matchup in week one. The Steelers they're gonna get Joe Burrow. I, I logged on to Steelers.com. I hit projections. And you're like this is a pretty good play. No, I, I mean, mean the, the the Vikings were one of those spots where it's like, and it ended up playing out like the two tackles being out for the Packers like just destroyed their offense. Like they were so useless on which was the thesis behind the Randall Cobb play, which was basically like Rogers gonna have no time. He's just gonna his his buddy Randall Cobb is in the slot. He's gonna get four for forty. That was I mean the thesis of the play was there with Cobb for sure. Yeah. The, the, thesis of, the thesis of the Randall Cobb play is you're a fish. The thesis of the Randall Cobb play was that I was too mentally weak to play Greg Dorch, who I thought w- who I played in all these tournaments. He was 0.3% owned and led the Cardinals in receiving, and I didn't get paid because I ended up having to late swap on off all my Mahomes teams because I played Christian McCaffrey and Eli Mitchell, who were like the worst plays of the slate. Tough, tough. It, it, it really, it really was tough. It cost me like a good chunk of change having to swap <laughs> these fucking Justin Herbert teams. Christ. Well, that's that's what I did, and basically my decision, the the way that my team was different than other teams, is I most teams and a lot of sharp people did this. Um, you know, I read like Levitan's cash game review, and obviously he's like a, a really good cash player, and I know a lot of Levitan guys played this, my but- team, but just put his nuts on the table and just left five hundred dollars to play Hurts over Lamar. Yeah, that's that's just fucking that's, strong. That's, that's, that's alpha. Gro- that's, that's grown. That's really strong. That's alpha shit. But but I'll tell you what. It, we'll talk about the real alpha shit because Nate one upped that, and I want to talk about Nate's lineup in a minute. But let me just let me just get out my take with my lineup. Obviously, I ran hotter than the sun's taint to to get twenty four out of the Steelers. But let's not act like it was a bad spot. Like the Steelers have a I'm really not, good I'm pass rush. A, I'm not saying it's a bad spot. I don't think the Steelers defense play was bad. I think the bad the, the bad thing you did was, was not was playing not take Kelsey who's like the best value on the slate. I freaking get it, right? But at the end of the day, I felt terrible about Randall Cobb because I felt terrible about the Packers offense and just lo and behold I was Dorch, bro. I was justified. I ain't playing no Dorch, bro. I ain't, I ain't never heard of Dorch before yesterday. And then secondly, <laughs> And then secondly, <laughs> it's not like Randall, it's not like everybody on the Packers is dead and, and Randall Cobb's the only guy there, right? They have Watson and they have dubs and they have Sammy Watkins. It's not like, oh yeah, Randall Cobb is just like this target alpha. I know he was super cheap, but like I thought what he did, three three targets and two receptions for 14 yards or whatever, that was fully in the range. And I didn't want that. I wanted Juju and Waller. Like I think Juju and Waller together had a much higher floor. Um, you know, I think Waller like outscores Kelsey, I don't know, like 35% of the time, 40% of the time. And Juju just crushes the shit out of cop. And it, I, lo and behold, like I said, Kelsey had nine targets. Juju had eight. It, it easily could have, they 
easily could have been a wash, and I just smashed that spot. So I feel pretty justified Cobb, in that play. Just, just FYI, guys, Cobb did Sammy, I the, agree the with Packers you. in routes run. Sammy, oh, I agree cool. with you in theory. It's just the specific of Juju, to me, has more volatility than what you two are assessing. Like, I, I, mean, I think it, the Kansas City offense outside of Kelsey has more volatility and projection no, input. Absolutely. You absolutely are. zero. You have, you have to understand, Nate. I don't know if you've been following Davis's or my Twitter feeds over the offseason. Um, I know you've been on the farm, like milking colostrum out of cows so that you can that you can superpower your body. But if you ever get on Twitter, you have to understand that Juju is Davis's player this year, and Juju is my player this year. And like he was 5,200 in the best game environment in, in the NFL this week. There was no way in hell that I wasn't playing Juju Smith-Schuster. And frankly, Davis, your brand took a big hit, buddy. Your brand took a big hit. You scored, uh, you, you, had a, you, know, you only had 168 points in cash and you didn't play Juju. Like you, you got some atonement to do. I just, I thought all the Juju teams were pretty bad. I, I mean, I thought, I thought he was the second best value at wide receiver. And I considered briefly just playing him instead of Pittman. But every Juju team included a, a play I hated, right? It included Damian Pierce. It included not playing Kelsey. It included uh, playing Derek Carr at quarterback, which was something that some of the optimizers were were yeah. going after. And I just thought all of those options were bad. Yeah. Well, they weren't. You just got out of the Steelers defense, bro. I mean, you would have you would have gotten spit roasted had you not played the Steelers defense you, you, what do you would mean? Have I would have had I would have had your score if I didn't play the Steelers defense I don't I don't think that's true I think you would have had you would have had a hundred and yeah you would have been you would have been above but you would have had you still would have cashed, five man. of yeah. course because my because my team was fucking good who like, did people who did people play this week if that is true I, I, I don't I guess, know but I guess it's, but it's I guess week, week one, one it's, it's week, week one the fish the fish are out. I just, you know, I didn't want to play two assholes at wide receiver when there was so much good value at wide receiver. Like wide receiver is a great place to be this week. And I didn't want to play two assholes, you know? I so mean, the yeah. reason the reason Sammy's team would have made it is just because of Saquon. I think a lot of people played running backs that just didn't do that, anything. That were so, not as good as Saquon. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people played Pierce. Imagine. A lot of people played Aaron Jones. A lot of oh. people played uh, – What Najee did okay even with the injury, right? No. He got fifth. Oh, he, well. 10. No, he only got he only got ten. Yeah, yeah. Imagine not playing Saquon Barkley in the year of our Lord, twenty twenty two. Oof. Yeah, that would have been bad. All right, let's let's talk about. It, it, should we talk about Nate's team or should we just roast Davis? What do you guys want to do? Well, we can talk about my team because I did have a differentiate like a thirty three percent. Uh, I was the only one who played Mixon. So, so Nate, so, so let me get this right, Nate, you basically did what Levitan did, only you did use the extra 500 to get from Green Bay's backup running back to a bell cow and Joe Mixon. That's what you did, right? Yeah, I, I, I liked Hertz more than Lamar. Um, straight up. Straight up. And Damn so right. I wasn't going to play Lamar. Which, by uh, the way, it was totally fine. And also Lamar fucking ran six times. And one of those was like going to be a sack and he just scooted out of bounds. So uh, definitely feeling like a very good uh, opinion to straight up play Hurts over yeah, Lamar. Yeah, me, meanwhile, Jalen Hurts had... Jalen had... Hurts ran bad. He could have had 40. I mean, he could have got the bonus. Uh, Boston Scott scored a one-yard rushing touchdown. Yeah. Boston Scott, he Kenny ran Gainwell. Bad. and like I mean, he literally ran bad from a touchdown variant standpoint. And so He totally did. And at one point, I think at halftime, he had over 150 passing yards and over 50 rushing. Like, he was pacing to double bonus. And he didn't yeah. get either of them. Like, he ran bad. 
Yeah. So I went with ultimately the same team as Davis, except I swapped Hertz and Mixon over Lamar and Jones. Alpha. Which is, Alpha. Which was um, totally de- the Mixon over Jones, totally defensible. Yeah. Not, not, even, not more... even just defensible, but in retrospect, almost obvious. Like the, I played yeah. Aaron Jones too. So I don't, so, so, you know, I, I don't want to say he was a bad play. He projected super well. He was supposed to get a shitload of targets with, with uh, Lazard out you know, he's historically got a bunch of work in the passing game when when their alpha's been out, et cetera, et cetera. But at the end of the day, like we needed to read the tea leaves. Like they've yeah, been Green saying- Green Bay loves Dylan. Green Bay loves Dylan. They and love Dylan him. is going to be on the field. Dylan they... is going to be on the field. Mixon legit has, I mean, I know people are like, oh, Samaj P. Ryan. And no, like, no, no, there no. Is, Mixon is a bell cow back and one of the few that's left where Aaron Correct. Jones has the talent. And I do believe that Aaron Jones has a higher target projection. But at the end of the day, week one, this just didn't make sense. I didn't think Green Bay was going to move the ball at all. I think Green yes. Bay is going to be a bad offense. And I thought that Cincinnati was in a great spot to score a lot of points. And Joe Mixon is – and he led the league in in running back DraftKings expected points. I mean, he, he had 27 rushing attempts with nine targets. So he has the upside, maybe a little less upside from a receiving game standpoint, but such a higher floor, all the goal line work. He's – yeah, to me, it was mixing over Jones. Easily, easily. Nate, really? have you have you found that since you've been on the uh, on the carnivore diet that your that your mental acuity and your clarity it has been sharper? The the liver, it just it it's it elevates you. Yeah, I mean, I, I need to I need to start ordering colostrum or whatever because I I think this was when we're talking it out. This is really obvious. This is really obvious. We we're just like. You know, I smooth brained it. I, I just looked at the projections and the projection was good. And I said, well, you know, even though I don't love Green Bay, right? I I, I think Green Bay is like in a really tough spot here, linemen out, etc. They're just gonna throw to Aaron Jones a lot. That's the narrative. That and was that was really the thesis behind the play. And it turns out thesis, that Jones he's gonna be the wide receiver. Man. Yeah, that he's gonna be the wide receiver one for for Aaron yeah. Rodgers. And that and uh, that's shitty. The the reality is Green Bay is in big fucking trouble and He's going to get cucked at the goal line in many instances, and he did. And they've sang Dylan's praises not just as a runner. He's not just a big fat boy. They were so happy with the way that he operated in the passing game last year. They've, they've talked about it openly to the point where, I mean, Dylan, Dylan outworked Aaron Jones in a game where they trailed. And yeah. that was fully in the range of outcomes. That's never happening to Joe Mixon. You know, they, they douched it in the Super Bowl when they had – like P Ryan out there in a spot where they're trying to like come back and win the Super Bowl, And they're like, yeah, we can't have this. Like that was, that was really bad. And, and I think there's still this idea with Joe Mixon that he doesn't get passing work and he does, he does. He's not a zero. He's not a Derrick Henry in the past. For sure. He's just not for sure. So yeah, you were, you were very mentally strong. I have to, yeah. I I mean, I I don't like, obviously in retrospect, the Jones thing looks bad, but I don't think with the information we had before lock yeah. it like I mean I, I like I, consi- again- I actually considered Najee I think more than I considered Jones because I thought Najee was the potential other play to the potential third running back. Saquon See, and CMC were locks. N- Najee, think- Najee, not I mean I briefly considered playing Najee over Saquon too. Yeah. Which oh, I don't they- think I would have considered over Saquon, but over Mixon I, I did. Davis, I, I disagree. Uh, and, and I want to say it wasn't obvious, but it should have been. 
it should have been obvious that Aaron Jones was a far inferior play to Joe Mixon. No, I that's, I, that's I, disagree, I, I disagree pretty strongly because if he, you he's if Green you, Bay's backup running back, what, what are we talking about here? We didn't. We definitely did not know he was the backup running back before. Yes, we did. Back, but no, everything was trending yes, that way. They, they, they just they gave him a, a big contract extension. Like we, yeah, buddy. But they've talked that. about it. They say he they're one A and one B, and we love AJ Dillon, and they drafted him in the second which, round. Which we knew is totally fine if you think that Aaron Jones is the if you think that Aaron Jones is like souped up mckinnon but it turns out he's naheem hines and you also got to get your hand in the dirt a little bit davis and when david bakhtiari is out and the offensive line is is just depleted by injuries they're not going to move the ball they just it was not going to be a game for green bay where they were going to move the ball so you're having just a less efficient offense which is fine if aaron jones catches eight passes for 50 yards like it's it, it was the same thesis as the saquon play essentially yeah, except nobody's behind Saquon. Except Saquon literally will be out there all four. Like, I, I don't, yeah. I mean, am I going to play Aaron Jones in a slate for the rest of the year? No. Do I feel But I will defend it to my him? grave. Yeah. Just, just take, but just you, take you're the gonna L, make, dude. You're going to make, I, no, I'm saying it was a mistake, but I'm yeah. not saying it was a mistake before Locke. Like, it was fine before Locke. Well, no. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's, that's the whole point is, I, I We're think rewinding looking... and running out what happened in light of what we knew pre-lock. This isn't just like oh, yeah, man. not trying to be results oriented. Like we knew he was going to split time, and we knew the we Packers knew he was we knew was he suck. was gonna, we knew he was going to split time, but we did not know that that time split was going to be irregardless of down and distance. We thought that AJ Dillon would be early downs and short yardage, and that Aaron Jones would be two minute offense, third downs you know, playing some like why they did, they did do a little bit of playing them both at the same time, which kind of, you know, that always gets the fantasy nerds. So oh, yeah. David's when they not going to take this L let's move on to what yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to take the L. We, the all, L I we will all take. got lucky. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking, I'm taking the L that was, I'll, that was stupid. I'll take, I'll take one of the largest L's of my career, even though we ended up getting there, but playing Randall, Cobb, there. playing Randall Cobb over Dobbs or over Greg Dorch is one of the most anti-matic <laughs> dipshit things I have ever done. Like, what am I doing? Like Dobbs has this amazing training camp. Rogers says like, Oh, we're not bringing him along like a normal rookie. He's ready to play. And I'm sitting there and he's, these in, I, you know, talking about lineups. I'm like, you know, Dobbs has zero targets in his range of outcomes. He might not even play, you know, which is like fucking absurd anyway. And then even more so, I had like the biggest premonition of my life that Greg Dorch was locked in to five for 50. And I not, not, not going with that gut. Like Sammy, you'd be so, you would be, you you should be so disappointed in me. Cause I don't, I don't get those gut feelings all that often, but yeah. I just knew he was getting 10 DraftKings points and I didn't play him. Yeah. You, you are a giant cuck weasel for that. I mean, it's week one. Like when are the projections ever going to be, as volatile and I, I had I actually had Greg Dorch on Daily Rota projected for nine points, like My which God. would have been fine. Buddy, imagine this gill cast where you just you come into the gill like with your big swing and dick and say, you know what? I played one percent Greg Dorch and I torched you all. That could have been you. Instead, you got 168 points, you're down at the bottom. I mean, it's just very, Davis, very this tough. This is week one is your chance. You've grinded all freaking summer long. This guy did all, eight like, eight thousand best ball All leagues. the tweets, you're you're in it, and then on week one you just play 
freaking Randall Cobb. Like, <laughs> dusty ass Cobb. Randall Cobb. I thought but, I retired. Hey, to, be, to be fair to me, I did. Greg Dorch was in all of my chief stacks. I was not playing Hollywood Brown. Dorch was my bring back. And I obviously would I have played had him on a... FanDuel. <laughs> no, but you want to you want to know what's worse is I ended up having yeah. to swap. I had to swap off all my chief stacks because my teams were so dead because I had Christian McCaffrey and Eli Mitchell instead of just playing the good plays. Davis, just take the L, man. I'm taking it. I'm taking it. This is this is cow. This is cowardly shit. But I mean, Randall Cobb, bro. <laughs> Randall, Randall Cobb. Cobb in the a thir- year a of thirty-five year old guy with a with a four and a half yard a dot. <laughs> It just gotta do. I it. think Davis could legit outrun Randall Cobb at this point in his career. It's so bad, dude. Yeah, it's yeah. so bad. Not not good, Davis. Not good. Davis you know who else played Randall Cobb though? Nate Nolling. Nate no, Nate Nolling played Randall Cobb. Of course, I did. I follow projections. Like I'm not a guy who spent all summer reading tweets of beat writers trying to figure out who Aaron Rodgers likes. You that's you that's your world. You come in with those, and he but he basically said that shit about Cobb and Watkins as he was like, I he he there was a press conference right when training camp ended, and he's like, I want Lazard Watkins and Cobb to start like verbatim. He said that. And 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 Christian Watson, by the way, Aaron Rodgers loves. Randall Cobb and his dusty and whoever Aaron Rodgers decides he's going to get the ball, which is which was the entire thesis behind the play, and then Christian Watson. I, I was shocked to go look at the stuff afterward and saw that he still played because I would have thought after the drop on that opening drive that like that was just it for him. Like yeah, just, just Rogers banished him to the shadow realm. Totally. I, I mean, the other thing for Nate in his defense, yes, he played Cobb, but it wasn't his second Green Bay Packer in his lineup. That, that's a, that's right. If you think true. the Packers are, are in, you know, tough shit and you have Cobb and Aaron Jones, I mean, Nate did the sharp thing. I mean, the, the the other dumb thing that you did, Davis, is you wasted the money going up to Lamar when you could have used that. I mean, you just burned $500. The $500, it, if you look at the way that the pricing was not dynamic this week, like it wasn't like there was like a bell curve of like the plays get better or whatever. It was like, I, know, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to hear this. You lit 500 bucks on fire. Well, no, but where would you, where would you have spent that $500? Like I wasn't Joe playing I wasn't playing George Pickens or whatever at wide receiver. Joe, Joe Mixon. Dog. I was not. I was not like Aaron Jones. I thought was rock solid. I was like not not playing him. I thought the three running backs were pretty much locks. Well, I I mean I think it says a lot when when Levitan big dicks it and just leaves the money on the table because he thought Hertz was just straight up better than Lamar and he was like that was. And yeah, should, I mean, I, I, I like seventy three hundred for Lamar Jackson on on this slate. Like, so I think this is, I think this is, um, interesting. Which is like, I think Lamar is legit not going to run now that they're like, I, I, like at first I thought it was kind of a meme that like he wouldn't run if he's not getting paid. But my oh, guy, think- my guy, my guy ran six times yesterday, and one of them was the avoid a sack and just step out of bounds like it wasn't actually a rushing attempt there was no uh i didn't i didn't watch every snap of this game but it was on red zone a good chunk i did not see one design run you know it was all scramble so i imagine imagine if it comes out where they like called design runs and lamar goes into the huddle he's like nah (laughs) yeah and maybe i mean the obviously the 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 outcome of this game was never in doubt and when you know they're playing on the road at 
Pittsburgh or whatever, maybe that'll change. Against but, a, against a fierce defense, they're gonna have to pull out more of the stops. Well, I just am, I am thinking like it would not be it would not surprise me if Lamar was like, I'm not getting tackled 150 times this year if you guys aren't gonna pay me. Yeah. Nate, by the way, in this game, you you really got robbed. Your brand took a hit. Mike Davis, only two rushes for the yeah Kenyon Kenyon Drake Kenyon Drake leading and and uh, this is like uh this is like totally um neither here nor there but um Avery Williams a guy I legit have never I don't know anything about him don't know where he went to college or whatever he outsnapped Damian Williams for the Falcons which I thought I thought Damian Williams was just Mike Davis which was sort of interesting the weird thing about this game was Bateman was not like on the field as much as I was expecting. Bateman yeah. was not the wide receiver one. He only ran 25 routes on like 34. Dude, Nate, we ran so good on prize picks because I trailed I trailed Nate because Bateman. he said, you know, take take the over on, what was it, 47 and a half passing yards? Yeah. And Bateman, Bateman wasn't even close and then catches this long bomb and we just get there. Yeah, I was, I was scared about that Bateman thing because yeah. I have a ton of seasonal Bateman too. I, um, yeah, I don't know what the Bateman thing was, but that was weird that it's, he was not out the, there. The Bateman thing, the Bateman thing is not, you don't, like, it's going to be fun. This game was not competitive. I don't think we can take big takeaways from the Ravens, like, passing game rotation. Yeah, maybe maybe they just don't like his blocking. And they were like, <laughs> they were like, Duvernay, get out there, set the edge. Yeah, um, let's see. We all got I mean, lucky I, on Dotson. That was the, the other ra- thing like, we all played. We all played Dotson, who I thought Dotson was a fine play, but it, but the fact but yeah, we got super lucky. That, yeah, he only had what five targets and what was he I mean, owned? He was pretty owned. Yeah, I mean, I'll, here, I'll, I'll here, say I can, this: I, I, can I, I did. I did Dotson kind of like fifteen percent in the twenty-five dollars. He was. He was. Oh, and we did, guys. We almost got punished fading Christian Kirk again. Christian Kirk. Oh, Kirk Christian, Christian Kirk. Kirk he got the bonus, but he got tackled on the one yard line. Like we, we almost got, we almost got punished. How and Christian was... Kirk got work. I mean, he was targeted twelve times. Like we should have, we should have gotten smashed. Well, I mean, it, same thing. Like Hollywood Brown was pretty owned. Um, he did, he did score, but he didn't have like that. He big did game. score, but they got, yeah, yeah. But the, I mean, bad. there were there were there were other options at receiver. There were a bunch of good options. Unfortunately, a lot of them fell like the Hollywood. I think Kirk was like 5.1, maybe. So he was he was right in that range. But you can only have so many of these guys, right? So I think Pittman clearly, based on projection and game environment, was like the cream of the crop there. And then I I obviously really like Juju as well. So, you know, at some point you just got to pick and choose. And and fortunately, we didn't get the blade with with some of those guys, I think. But yeah. It's good yeah. to run good in week one. What can I say? It's, it's, I mean, it's very good. Like when you, when you run, when you like just starting out the year in a massive financial hole is not fun. So, no. so running good, especially because everyone plays too much in week one. Like you're sitting there on your phone or your computer or whatever, just entering more games. Yes. So it's like the yeah. last five minutes of lock before week one is oh. always the lowest self-control I've ever experienced. You're, you're just going ever. through the I'm lobby like, oh, it's a, no it's a no badge. Oh, it's a no badge. Oh, it's a no badge. Just enter, just enter, just enter. Just, I, and never in the rest of the year do I do that. Week one, my brain just loses self-control for the last 10 minutes. I love it. I love Correct. it. It's so good. Play all the volume and, and uh, 
Pittsburgh defense just runs back a touchdown in the first five minutes of the game. It's like, yes, oh, Sammy flops over Pitt D. <laughs> yeah, suck it. All of everybody. my GPP teams were Burrow stacks with Sammy. So seeing oh, you God. roll out Pittsburgh D, I was like, oh, geez. you lost your brain. All of mine were uh, Justin Herbert, Mike Williams stacks. All right, so I found a higher dollar team where I didn't swap off Mahomes. This will be my my G, uh, my my strategy this week was just all Mahomes doubles with an Arizona bring back, but uh, I played a lot of guys who were bad, so I had to swap on a lot of them. This team I played uh, Patrick Mahomes in the sing in the fifty dollar red zone, twenty five k to first, two hundred thousand dollar prize pool. I paired him with Smith Schuster at 24% and MBS at 9%. Greg Dorch was the bring back at 0.7% owned, which I think is the lowest owned player I've ever played. I played the Jaguars defense in a lot of tournaments because I knew they were yes. direct leverage off of the commanders. Very sharp. I am. Wish, wish I would have played uh, the Steelers defense or the Vikings defense. Uh, and then I filled this team out with Eckler, who was horrible. McCaffrey, who was horrible. Sammy Watkins, who was horrible. And Darren Waller as leverage off of the Kelsey teams, who was also horrible. Uh, this team did not make any money. <laughs> scored 121 points. I mean, I, I think my tournament strategy was right, which was Mahomes was the best value and there was ways to play MBS. You could play Harmony, you could play Sky, you could play whoever. And I liked the Dorch bring back it. I just didn't get, I mean, the, the other thing about this week for tournaments was like, you, you had to play Pittman who would like, mm -hmm. I just, am, I'm never playing Not, a 25% yeah. Right, yeah. one off and, wide receiver. Yeah. Yeah, and Kelsey. Kelsey was another one. And uh the the mil the millionaire maker winner, by the way, like you could have played this team in cash. That so what what the, the guy who won the Millie did was he basically one V he basically three V three the cash team, like he played Jonathan Taylor over CMC. Uh I gotta I shit, I gotta find it. But like if if you go find it, it was just a Mahomes stack a Mahomes single stack with like really good chalky pieces like it was not it was not like when Tariq Cohen won someone a million dollars in week one and he was playing right. one for like so it's just kind of always funny to see the chalk get there to that degree yeah 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 this, I went... this wasn't this wasn't a week where tournament our tournament teams were going to do that well because the chalk yeah. did well and which is crazy for week one but it happened yeah I went with um like I said a Burrow double I had Burrow Chase and Boyd um and I brought it back with uh, Sammy's boy, Deontay Johnson, at 1%. Alpha. Um, unfortunately, he did. I mean, he got like 12 targets, but uh, didn't do anything. Um, as, as usual, that's his MO. Yeah. And then my my big stand was I uh, my leverage. I wasn't going to play Pittman at 30% regardless. Um, and so I played Paris Campbell um, as leverage off of Pittman. And then I went James Conner and Gibson as running backs with uh, Kelsey and Falcons D. So... I thought James Conner was like probably my James Conner and Gibson were my two probably highest on like leverage running backs of the week. Yeah. Um, good, then, good, uh, good plays. Yeah. It, it did min cash for two X, but it, oh, congratulations. Congratulations. Cause, uh, cause, cause I have one that did not cash, but I stand by that. It was really sharp. So uh, I went, I, uh, the game that I wanted to focus on a lot in GPPs was the, uh, Chargers and 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 Raiders, you know, and uh, lo and behold, it didn't happen. I had a Herbert to Mike Williams stack, and Mike Williams is just like an all time cuck boy. I mean, what happened? I don't I mean, know. He was out. I thought he got hurt. 
Me too. <laughs> I mean, he hurt me. Keenan, Keenan got hurt. Keenan hurt his hamstring. Yeah, Keenan went out, and Mike Williams just and said, Mike you know Williams what? didn't I'm, do anything. I know. It's it's freaking wild. Like uh, we gotta we gotta go back and grind some film and and see what happened here because he had three targets or something, two receptions, ten yards. I don't I don't get it. But I went Herbert to Mike Williams. I, I thought you know I thought Mike Williams was gonna be somewhere around five percent owned, and I was just like, yeah, I want that. So I went Herbert to Mike Williams and I brought it back with Darren Waller. And then I had a Camara and Pitts correlation and they combined for 11 and a half points. <laughs> so that, that didn't do very good. Uh, I did have a decent amount of Kyle Pitts and GPP and uh, yeah, it didn't make money. Kyle, had... Pitts, Kyle Pitts is going to end his career as the player with the greatest differential between his expected points and his actual points in fantasy football history. Yeah. Kyle Sklansky. Is that what I don't we know. should start? Calvin yeah. Benjamin wants a word. <laughs> uh, I played Saquon on this team. I used MBS. I thought MBS was a sharp, uh, a sharp pivot off of, you know, the, the pieces, the, the Juju's and the Kelsey's for, for uh, KC and lo and behold, you know, Patrick Mahomes if, did if, throw. If I got to see these ownership projections or these actual ownerships and knew that Mahomes was only 10, 11% and all these contests, I would have like taken out a loan to do more Mahomes teams. Like he yeah. was just so, and, and I guess maybe the, the thing that will keep him from winning people a million dollars a bunch this season will be like, they're just randomly going to throw touchdowns to Jody Fortson and Noah Gray. Whereas right. like, I think that's past- the hard part of stacking Mahomes is it's so easy to stack Burrow. It's so easy to stack some of these guys. I mean, Mahomes why would I want to and- stack the 17th best quarterback in football, Joe Burrow? Mahomes well, and narrow, narrow the- target tree. Remember Levitan being to quarter milli because you just double stacked them because you know where the ball's gone. Yeah. Mahomes and Herbert both are going to be, I think, tough to stack with because of that. And it's just going to keep their ownership overall down. Like, I mean, legitimately yesterday, Herbert just spread the ball. I mean, Mike Williams did run 31 routes on 34 uh, dropbacks, but yeah, I don't, I I don't mean, believe that. Everybody was getting. They, I believe I mean, they targeted eleven guys. Eckler didn't even play fifty percent of the snaps. Like it, it, it is a mess. I mean, yeah, De- DeAndre, DeAndre Carter, Carter was out there balling his dick off. Trey McKitty. I mean, everybody was getting targets. It was Trey it was McKitty. Nuts. Yeah, Trey McKitty. Jesus, meow meow, bitch. Like at least Gerald Everett got the touchdown. I did have some Gerald Everett in my life, but yeah, I, I played a, I played Saquon and Johan Dotson. I did play Jaguars defense on this team as well. And and just to talk about why Davis thought Jaguars defense was a good play, and I think it was a great play in tournaments. Not that the Jaguars defense is any good, but Washington's the chalk. Well, I think it, I think it, I think it is. They spent money on defense. They drafted this Walker guy who had a disgustingly good interception on on Wentz. That was a gnarly interception. Dude, tell me, tell me more. I'm here for the Davis Matic. IDP so Wentz, Wentz is about Wentz is trying to throw a screen to McKissick, and yeah. Trevon Walker sheds his blocker and like gets his body horizontal and just like grabs the ball out of the air. It was wild. You got you if as a as a connoisseur of good defensive plays, you would really enjoy it. <laughs> this is tremendous. Um, yeah, that's great. But yeah, I, I'd say. Did, by the way, did you just check your phone to like make sure of that guy's first name? No, I knew him from betting because he because of the number one overall pick stuff. Gotcha. Okay, I, well, I'm it, checking my phone right now. I'm I'm on Uber Tilt because I stacked the Buccaneers 
in my home league and CD lamb is my keeper. So I'm like already dead in my home (laughs) league with my college buddies. So I'm sending out trades right now, trying to acquire picks and fab for next year. You're not excited about Cooper rush shirt in five games for the Cowboys. Well, it would be amazing if they would trade picks for Jimmy, but they can't afford it because of the Zeke contract. (laughs) <laughs> and Jimmy's now going to be starting again in San Francisco. Yeah, wait, I, I just, wait, 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 wait. If Elijah Mitchell's actually hurt, could we see a Zeke for Jimmy G deal? Dude, San Imagine. Francisco will be Jimmy G will be starting in San Francisco by week five. Like, yeah, I, I, I need to take, I need to take a big fat L on Trey Lance. I mean, he's just not good. There, there was, there was bad weather. I don't care. He, he I, he's not it, dude. I. I, I'm not trying to overreact to week one, but I do think Jimmy G will be. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing about Trey Lance is we've we've wish casted on him for a long time. He is a very good runner, but he just missed like he missed Tyler Croft for like a walk-in touchdown. Like he just is his mechanics are weird. He's also like, I don't know, maybe he'll end up being one of those guys who like figures it out four years from now or whatever, because he has all these tools, but he just is not there yet. Yeah, I mean the Bears tough. D is not good. The Bears D is not good at tough, all. Tough, tough for my fantasy portfolio because well, also tough for mine. But yeah. what can you do? No, that's all right. That's all right. I, you know, I woke up today after playing the Steelers defense, logged in my DraftKings account. I looked at the account balance, and you know what it said? It just said full. I mean, th- this is a this is an amazing day. I'm so happy, you guys. His account just said <laughs> his account balance just said full. It's full. <laughs> I mean, it's just a, like it's uh, to play Randall Cobb and and get away with, uh, you know, not, without four figure losses is just it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Can we can we talk about uh, so so uh, Devontae did, did Jack? Yeah, we should talk about Adams. I wanted to talk about Travis ATN. I got ATN real wrong. Um, oh, yeah. James Robinson is like James Robinson and AJ Dillon are going to be like the guys you needed to have this year, I think. Dude. I mean, I I had I, I have a lot of ATN in seasonal. I had ATN in GPP. I was like, dude, James Robinson is going to get two carries for five yards. ETN is that guy, and instead he got four freaking rushes. I'm like despondent over this. Uh, it's we, bad. If there's it's, if there's one thing it's bad. we know, it's that running like projecting running back volume is not the same as projecting wide receiver volume. The reality is we are just so much better at projecting wide receiver opportunity than we are running back opportunity. Because I mean, running back opportunity is five. running back opportunity is not earned, it's given, and wide receiver like, opportunity is earned. Right. The that's, top that, five. That's the top five wide receivers this week on DraftKings for expected points. Devontae Adams, Jamar Chase, Cooper Cup, Michael Pittman, Justin Jefferson, and A.J. Brown was number six. I mean, those were all guys that were going in the top. I mean, those were all the top guys. And then you look at running back and you get uh, Rex Burkhead, Antonio Gibson in the top five with Cordero Patterson at number six, A.J. Dillon at number seven, Michael Carter, number eight. Like, Price. I mean, we just aren't as good at projecting that. And I think I had to, I had Michael Carter projected for that role. I started him in a bunch of leagues. Yeah. I did too, but nobody had Rex Burkhead. Nobody wanted Gibson. Some, of, nobody some, wanted... some websites had Rex Burkhead projected ahead of Damian Pierce. Well, I mean, <laughs> is, it, CMC, is it dailyroto.com? <laughs> dailyroto.com had Rex Burkhead projected for more points than Damian but, Pierce. I mean, Aaron Jones is not up there. Travis Etienne's not up there. No. Uh, ETN, if you there. took if you took Henry's ETN, like there. you need to be bidding at all on Jalen Warren and Jeff Wilson Jr. this week because ETN is unstartable. Also, by the way, like we're Cordero Patterson is going to be a thing again. 
yeah, until he Love gets it. until he hurts his ankle. Uh, we we also need to have a conversation about like Trevor Lawrence's cheeks, dude. He he's not he's he ain't it. He this can't be this the, is he, actually really bad because I spent some of my off season equity, actually a decent amount, under the assumption that Trevor Lawrence is it. And uh, not, well, that not was good. the the ETN thesis is that the ETN thesis is that Trevor Lawrence is good and that ETN is the receiving back and. Uh, that did not that did not pan out. It's no, it's not even that. I mean, yes, it's some that he could be a receiving back, but I don't. From what I understand, he wasn't even that good of a receiving back in college. But it's, it's more like, that like, it's, well, it's it's bizarre. It's like he runs the routes really good, but he literally can't catch. I mean, did you see his reception yesterday where he has to turn his whole body around and he fell down? Yeah, don't don't love it. I mean, get get smooth, kid. I think the thesis is James Robinson is undrafted Achilles dust. And ETN is a dynamic player. And no more instead, takes, guys, this is brutal. We're going to start well, 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 Nate, this, this ties in a prize picks because I smashed ETN over rushing yards at 45.5 and he freaking got there. He got four rushes for 47 yards. I ran so, so, so pure yesterday, but Sammy, I shouldn't have just got withdraw, there. Just withdraw from all these sites after week one. You just. <laughs> Go put it in a, a in a take it all out. Put it in a low yield CD or something yeah. like that, and call it a day. Yeah, that Rex Burkhead Damian Pierce split was not what anybody saw. Rex Burkhead's just good at the game, you guys. I mean, I mean, been who could have predicted years. that Lovey Smith would have given the veteran more touches than the fourth round rookie? Who could have predicted Un- this? Unforeseen. Yeah. Uh, how about uh, how about Derrick Henry eight? DraftKings points yesterday is a four and a half point home favorite. You'd love to see it. You'd love to see it. <laughs> I just made Derek Davis. So Davis, weren't, weren't you texting us on like Saturday night talking about your big dick strategy just to shove all in on Derek Henry and GPP and crush everybody? Uh, I mean, I did play a little Derek Henry in tournaments. Um, how about uh, how about Kadarius Tony playing six snaps behind David Sills and Richie James? Yeah, and and Sterling Shepard catching a deep ass touchdown and just relegating him to the to the straight up bench. I I mean, is he still hurt? Do they and, just not yeah. like Tony? W- like, and then Wondell got, got, hurt. got hurt in this game, yeah. and they still didn't put Tony in in the they slot. Were playing, they were playing Richie James, who's like a career punt returner, basically. I yeah, mean, it it's was, it's got to it be bizarre. it's got to be something, right? Because a they they seem to not like Tony's attitude, but then b he obviously missed like almost all the preseason, so maybe they're just like yeah. You're a young guy. You miss you miss the snaps. You miss the work. We're like, well, the tilting, the, the tilting thing about it routes just can't get any separation. The yeah. the tilting thing about the Tony thing is they won this game, so they're gonna think it worked, and they're so they're gonna be like, we're playing Richie James because we won. What's uh What's your biggest overreaction from from week one, Sammy? Your biggest like, or not even overreaction, but your biggest like, this is what I thought 48 hours ago. This is what I think now. Uh, Devontae Adams for sure. I so Devontae he's, he's Adams, still, he's still Devontae he's the, Adams. What, yeah, yeah, he was he was the one player. I have zero percent Devontae Adams anywhere. I'm just like, yo, this guy's 30 years old, he's going to a new team. Derek Carr ain't that man. Like, this is just classic Raiders where they give up draft picks for this old ass dude who's like coming out of his prime and they sign him to a big money extension. Like, this is just stone disaster written all over it. They have Renfro. They have Waller. Like I am not investing first round capital. I am not investing eight thousand on DraftKings for for this asshole. It's just not going to happen. And instead, 
He got 17 targets. He was clearly the alpha. I think they threw it to him on the very first play and they just established, yo, this, this narrative where like, you know, this, this, this love connection between Derek Carr and Devontae Adams, you know, they're playing with each other's kids and, you know, going out on picnics and shit like that. It's a, you know, it's real. And he just completely crushed Renfro. He completely crushed Waller. I was not expecting this at all. And uh, yeah, it's, it's here to stay. I'm sure. So Devontae. Yeah. I love that. I was so wrong on that too. My thesis on Devonte had nothing to do with Devonte, but had more to do with Derek Carr. He just seems like the type of guy who is always well. Have Carr his, played like, like shit in that and game, Renfro. and it didn't matter anyways. Carr played horrible in that game, and it did not matter. Adam still smashed. Yeah, Carr. Well, just of course, like the type of, of course, guy he played who horrible. Target Renfro and and Waller, but I mean, literally, Devonte was his guy, and he d- wasn't looking anywhere else. The other biggest takeaway for me was AJ Brown is Hurts guy. Yeah, like, grown ass man. I mean, I, people um, were talking about like maybe they brought in AJ Brown to make Devonta Smith a thing. No, I mean Devonta Smith is officially not it. Like, dust. I mean, <laughs> dust. AJ Brown is his first look. I mean, every time. So I'm very excited for the AJ Brown Devonta Adams. We get another week or two maybe of those being underpriced. I'm guessing. Um, but yeah, yeah, he is uh, just dust. Well, well, this is, I, I think this is funny because it was also a big preseason narrative. You know, they're talking about, oh yeah, Hertz is just, Hertz is just locking on AJ Brown. He's getting all these targets and they're besties. And like, I, I kind of generally don't subscribe to a lot of that shit. And I was afraid of AJ Brown. He wasn't like a full fade for me, but I wasn't like actively, oh yeah, I got to get AJ Brown in my life. Right. Yeah. And, and instead, I mean, you're absolutely right. And, I think that this can really help unlock Hertz. I think possibly Hertz is going to go a little underrepresented, possibly. I mean, I know he had 90 rushing yards, so like people aren't going to gloss over that, but like he was literally on pace to smash. And they did the the Chiefs thing only in a running way where like Sanders had a rushing touchdown, Gainwell had one, Boston Scott had one. They were just like, uh, you know, kind of dishing it around. But this that's could've... that's going to be a tilt fest all year long. Is like but oh, if I've... we if, if Hertz got those three touchdowns, literally all anybody would be talking about this week is how yeah. Hertz is the number one, the number one guy because he well, didn't he, get the touchdowns. He, might, he like... might be. I mean, he lost a lot of competition to be number one quarterback this week. Like Lance is going to get benched. Kyler, like the Cardinal situation looks horrible. You uh, thought Lance Brady, was in the competition for the number one? Oh, if Lance ran 200 times, he could be the number one quarterback in fantasy, but he's going to get benched. I mean, he got Nate. He played one of the worst games I've ever seen yesterday, and he got 13 points. It's just it's not it's it's just the way the game is scored that it's real. It's just all it is. Uh, Brady. I mean, the Buccaneers are going to be one of the wor- like least fun teams to watch on offense all year. It's just going to be all for net and quick throws. It like they're they're going to be so Brady. Brady can't do it. That um, offensive line is ass. That offensive line is Bucks. horrible. Um, I mean, it's it's pretty much it's Josh Allen and Hurts right now. I think in contention to be the best fantasy quarterbacks, more or less. Yeah, um, Mahomes to a lesser extent, but Mahomes doesn't. Well, Mahomes, like those Mahomes, guys. Won't, Mahomes won't. Herbert's run. still in there, in my opinion. oh yeah, Herbert, Herbert, bro. Yeah, I mean, I just think Herbert is the 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 Herbert and Joe Burrow chatter over the offseason is some of the most exhausting whoa, shit. Whoa, 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 whoa. Her, Herbert runs, I think, significantly more than Burrow, doesn't he? Yeah. 
No, yeah. I just mean I just mean in terms of like these guys are taking they're the book quarterback you want to have to build a team. It's like you Davis. know what Mahomes was reading your fucking tweets all offseason, guys, and he is gonna remember that shit. Look, I mean, I, I just want you to remember week 16 of last year. Joe Burrow threw for 525 yards and four touchdowns. That's the fourth highest yardage total in NFL history. Like he went to the Super Bowl. Joe Joe Burrow can do it. Okay. Uh, he just can't do it against the vaunted Pittsburgh Steelers defense, who are only 2.4K on DraftKings.com. Yeah, it was a tough week. I mean, that's just one of my that's just one of my big positions. I am I am short Joe Burrow and long Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, so. I mean, I'm okay with it. Sure. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, it's not yeah. that hot of a take, but well, Davis uh, is getting Davis is getting older. You know his his hot takes once he gets married and buys a yeah. house, gets a mortgage. They're just a little bit milder. The spice oh, levels. Oh, the other the other thing. I mean, we have not. We literally have not mentioned this yet. The Panthers look fucking horrible, and Baker oh, was did, not did, throwing the ball to Christian McCaffrey. Yo, did Baker kill Christian McCaffrey? I think we Baker th- may have killed. Like, obviously, McCaffrey. Like, he's still going to get the goal line work. He wasn't seeding any snaps to Chuba Hubbard or Foreman, so like he's not gonna like. I don't think McCaffrey is like Ezekiel Elliott or whatever. But for those of us who just spent our entire summers uh, drafting him over Jonathan Taylor, that and, and, might have and, been an exercise and, in futility. And screenshotting like when he fell to like one point three, one point four, you're like, I got CMC on underdog at one point four. Like, suck yeah. my ass. <laughs> it's just, it's just not good. I traded uh, in a in a all time keeper league. I traded Jamar Chase away straight up for CMC. And I want to like call the guy and be like, yo, can I also give you $200 cash to, to reverse this, please? Sammy, that's bad. That's bad. Jamar Chase is legit. I mean, he didn't have the touchdowns and stuff yesterday. So people were like, oh, he had a touchdown. He, he, well, he should have had Je- two. He should have yeah, had two. He should have had two. Justin Jefferson yeah. is like the talk, but Jamar Chase is legit jamar chase i i like watching him and justin jefferson both i just those two guys are gonna be well i mean yes that's one side of the coin the other side of the coin is christian mccaffrey did have 11 total yards by halftime yesterday so (laughs) yeah (laughs) we're we're, we're drawn live you know yeah yeah um all right do we got anything else before we get out of here I don't think so. It's just it's just good to be rich after week one. I know the people would love to hear Davis tilting and you know us us losing money and and it will happen over the course of the season. But let me tell you, man, it so many times you like you're so excited for football. You you do all the drafting and you know you're just like so pumped and you're watching preseason. You're you're doing underdog teams and all this stuff. And then week one comes and you remember how shitty fantasy football is. Your guys get hurt. It's terrible. It's and the so first, brutal. the first half, the first half of the noon games was, I mean, the games were so, I think there were two offensive touchdowns in the first half of the noon games, if I remember correctly. Yeah. But, yeah. but it, it, it just happens like that a lot where like, you know, just shit happens. You weren't expecting and your teams are dust and your guys get hurt and you're like, your, your DFS is just on the morphine drip. And you're like, why do I do this? Like, why do I invest? And it wasn't like that this year. Instead, week one was a bevy of riches. It rewarded us for all the passion that we put in to football over the offseason. And I, for one, just want to thank the fantasy gods for this blessing before week two comes and slaps the cool ride off of us. Yeah, yeah, it was a good week one. 
All right, boys, we will uh, be back next week. Everyone, thank you for listening. We will hopefully have it out uh, Sunday night next week. No promises, but uh, until then, we will uh, we'll see you then.